Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me once again, as always, the lovely, the talented, Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey everybody, how are you? How are we doing today, Pat? Much better than yesterday. Yesterday was brutal, today's not... Terrible. Oh, cold-wise, yes. Cold-wise, I'm sorry. Cold-wise, yes. Yeah. Yesterday was really cold, but it's not so bad. <laughs> you know, like I had to fight uh, a bunch of guys in the octagon yesterday. It was, as we all know, past part of uh, oh, an international fight club <laughs> ring. Sure. <laughs> For old, slow, fat guys. That's me. <laughs> right there. <laughs> So what you guys did, there's an easy chair in each corner of the ring. <laughs> we'll get to you. Just like, hold on just a minute. They're like, <laughs> all right, let's do this. <laughs> I hit you, you hit me. We're good now, right? Just push right. each other around. <laughs> you want to go? Yeah, you want to go? All right, all right, all right. All right. I'll, I'll get out, I'll get out, I'll get out. And then they go down two shots and everything's fine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's it's cold. In case it's you guys are, in case you guys didn't know, finally winter arrived in New Jersey and brutally. Mm-hmm. You saw the one. Were you, was it you? I was talking about when you uh, we were like, oh, we had a really nice mild winter. Yeah, oh, like wait till February. Yeah, you saw what happened in Mount Washington. Obviously, I didn't. They had a recorded wind chill of minus one hundred and six. What the hell? Fire. Where is Mount Washington? New Hampshire. Oh, you okay? I just want everybody to know that Pat looked at me like, <laughs> "Shouldn't you like, know this? You're a complete moron." For, like that, it was like New Hampshire. Open parentheses. You absolute dolt. Close parentheses. <laughs> like, sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> it was just, it was, you're like, oh my god, New Hampshire. Well, we, you ignoramus. <laughs> the reason I could say it that way is because we went there last year. Yes. Okay. <laughs> We have the souvenir. <laughs> if you and I had a shared experience, fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. Yes. Yeah. But it. 100 and how much? Minus 106 Fahrenheit. Which was like minus 80 Celsius or something. That's a stiff breeze. <laughs> yeah. It was, what they say, 40 below. With 50 mile an hour winds. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Even the bears must have been like, yeah, no, I'm yeah. good. They showed a time lapse of the guy, researcher guy that is in the thing all the time yeah. going outside and he put every single layer of everything he had on. Right. And the like ski goggles and yeah. not an inch of skin was. Yeah, he can't. No. He, no. And he was outside for maybe two minutes. And you couldn't see anything, but he right. was outside for two minutes and he was like, it's really, really cold. <laughs> I'm outside. I'm coming back in. <laughs> it was a 20-minute ordeal to get all the clothes on. It was, yeah, it was awful. <laughs> then he just yeah. sat inside for a while. <laughs> now, if you're my uncle, you would say that the inside of the cabin should be negative 35. Because as we discussed previously, any difference of outside to inside more than 5 degrees very bad for the human body. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, no. For those people who missed that, brief, a brief recap, because I went on vacation to Florida when my kid was maybe two, and it was so hot at my parents' condo that I turned the air conditioner on at night to go from 
76 to 73. Yes. Just to get a little bit of cold air blowing through a vent onto me for a few minutes so I could actually fall asleep. And I was greeted. You would think that I had burned the Constitution. (laughs) It was what are you doing? Yeah, like it was Fort Sumter all over again. The Yankees came down and started fussing. These these warm bloods couldn't take it. Nope. I'm like, no, it's 76 is an outside temperature. Yeah. Yeah. You know where we normally have that? In the shade, Pat. That's where that (laughs) But anyway, my crackpot uncle, may he rest in peace. I loved him, but he was a crackpot. He was like, you know, Ricky, um, any difference between uh, inside and outside temperature more than five degrees, very bad for the human body. I'm no. like, where did you read that? No. Old man, old man <laughs> weekly? Is it like- what do you do when it's 100 outside? Do you keep the house at 95? Well, I, Good my God, aunt no. keeps her house at like 85. Oh, no, I'd be dead. Yeah, I'd I know. Be dead. No way. But that's why old people in Florida tend to live so long, I think. Is that just sweat away? <laughs> yeah, they're like, you know what? I had toxins in my body, but you cleaned them right out. <laughs> oh, I don't move. I sit on a couch all day, and then, then occasionally I get in the car and I drive to Beals. You know what? <laughs> God. I go to the Piggly Wiggly. I get some stuff. <laughs> how do you deal with the freezer section of the Piggly Wiggly? I don't know how they do anything. How do you open up your freezer? My brother lives down there now. I don't know how he does it. He just keeps his air conditioning on as much as he can during the summer. And in the winter, he's like, okay, this is what I can handle. Yeah. It's it's not, again, and it's it's like the old saying goes, it's not the heat. It's the humidity. No, it's the heat. My, it's 100 degrees. I know. Sorry, it's 100 degrees. I know. All the time. But 100 degrees in a wet wool sweater is different than 100 degrees in a pair of shorts and a tank top. Gotcha. Where it's dry. Fair point. Fair point. My, my dad was always like, just sleep with the door open. That's like the sliding door, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, fine. And this is, I went down there for my mother's, uh, was either right before she passed, like to go visit her, or right. I think it was when she was in hospice. I'm there the first night, got the door open, and just Sweating. dying. I'm in the process of becoming jerky. <laughs> <laughs> and... I'm texting my wife, and she's like, how is it? I'm like, I'm sleeping under the devil's nutsack. This is terrible. I can't do it. Oh, my God, it's the word. So why don't you put the air conditioner? I'm like, I can't have that fight right now. But the next day, my dad's like, you look awful. We should sleep with the air conditioning on tonight. I was like, thank you, God. Oh, my God, I'm taking a nap today with the air conditioning on. It's going to be great. I could not. That's why I've already told the wife I can't go. As much as I don't want to have to go too f- much further than Virginia, I can yeah. get to Virginia and think I should be able to. I could deal with like Carolina. I don't don't think I could do Carolina. That's getting too deep south for me. That's too red for me. Well, oh, yeah, I get that too. But I mean, like, I know people who moved to Georgia and they're like, they're like, oh man, the climate's great, but the political climate on the other hand, I could deal with that. I'm like, well, what are you gonna do? You know? That's why yeah. I figured. I told you so. <laughs> I said you'd be upset. Yes. But, uh, speaking of upset, Pat, what are we <laughs> that's, a, that's that's unfair. Bad transition, but uh, you can try yeah. it. Keep why, going. why does Ultra 7 have to get hurt? <laughs> uh, the Mystery of Ultra 7 is a five-issue uh, Marvel comic series that we uh, we finally got. 
Yeah, I think we've had it for a while, but it's one of those things that you don't get to until you're until you have to. Yeah, until you have to. You have, <laughs> and and it's true. The ghost of Stan Lee came and made us do this. Made us do this. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Excelsior. No. True believer. <laughs> so um, it came out last year, uh, and uh, it was it's published by Marvel Entertainment in conjunction with Subaraya. And, of course, it's based on the popular Ultraman franchise. She was. Yes. Um, it's written by Kyle Higgins and Matt Groom. Art is Dave Tinto. Okay. And it's a direct sequel to what we talked about last year with The Trials of Ultraman. Yes. Uh, now, it's five issues, and it's slow. Yes. That was the one thing I had an issue with. Each issue... I know. Cogbell. I know. <laughs> You could see taking of a thirty-minute show. Each comic was six minutes. Oh and, wow! And I was sitting there going, "Guys, you could have picked the pace up a, a little bit." Yeah, I, I agree. And not lost a lot. I agree, um, and I understand they're trying to do a. They're trying to to explain a fairly. It's a word I'm looking for. Like a fairly complex concept where these monsters that the science patrol banishes don't really go they don't get yeah, they don't go to the monster graveyard, they're in some sort of monster purgatory. Right. Which can't be good for anybody. Probably not. And that's why when they do come back they're so much stronger and, and they angry continually <laughs> can come back. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, oh we, we use these K rays or whatever. To um, dispatch, to, like dispatch the monsters, right? And you're like, okay, cool, no problem. Uh, the problem being, they they think they're just disintegrating them. No, mm-hmm. they're just dimensionally shifting them. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you put, they're just backburnering them metaphysically. <laughs> like, yep, they just it's great. Everything's fine. Yeah, not Everything's my problem today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. They're not in my backyard. That's right. The, the NIMBY patrol. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, the general synopsis here, and I'm going off, of course, the uh, Ultraman Wiki at fandom.com because God bless him. God bless him. Uh, so we don't have to. Giant Kaiju Rome. A sinister conspiracy consolidates power, and there's nobody left to stop it because Ultraman is gone. Right. And what dun, dun, dun. What I didn't understand are two different parts of it. Yeah. Somehow Dan Moroboshi as Ultra 7, which he is, okay. And I'm he disappeared. Also, not a dick. Didn't seem decidedly, to be. Decidedly amiable in the series. <laughs> but the problem was, somehow he was taking the Ultra Power from Shin Hayata right. to get Ultra 7 to battle... And not uh, in a good way. That didn't bother me. He he used he's trying to solve a problem, so he's like, I have to do this as Ultra Seven. I will borrow some of the juice from this guy. And then I but the, it it seemed that he was both fighting a battle in reality and in, and in not in his own head, in monster purgatory. Okay. Which you th- thought kinda maybe was in his head but wasn't. At first, you thought, oh, yeah. I don't understand this. But yeah, it's Monster Purgatory is a place that looks very much like Earth, but with uh, 
like big weird. giant crystals growing out of yeah. stuff and this Some and that. Some weird stuff here or there just to and make then, it look different. Yeah, and then monsters come and uh, mess everything up. Which they do. Right. They're very good. As, as they do, yes. As, as they you do. do as a monster. <laughs> um, and then it says, um, how does the situation go wrong? And how can the United Science Patrol claw their way back from the brink? Answers lie in the appearance of an enigmatic new ultra and a secret that has remained hidden for decades. From distant stars to lost dimensions, untangling the twisted web will require Shin Hayata to go further and fight harder than before. Well, he didn't really have to fight harder physically. He had to fight harder mentally. Still. Still fighting harder. Still fighting harder. disagreeing with that part. But it wasn't more, it wasn't so much of a physical battle from what I read. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, so for like, and the, the director of the USP, which... The new, the, the, the executive director, the executive lady, director. Boy, I don't much care for her, Pat. It's a secret. She's the bad guy. I'm... I, you know, we're not yeah. spoiling anything. This, this, is, a, this is kind of a spoiler-heavy episode, you guys. <laughs> should have mentioned that at the beginning. But, um... Yeah, it's not... She's... She, she, and the, the, when you first see her, I'm like, man, she is high-strung. Yeah. <laughs> just yelling all the time, looking yeah. angry. Yeah. There's a distinct reason for yelling all the time and looking angry, it turns out. You're a bad guy. Yeah, pretty much. You're a baddie. <laughs> Goes with the territory list yeah. I checked. Yeah, you're a baddie. That's how that works. You're like, oh, I want to make sense. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, <all right. clears> But you do see, and like, she's obviously has had experience with Ultra 7. Right. Right. And so. Um, and that is one of the reasons that she does not. They they show a flashback where her and another science patrol member um, meet a uh, bolt-on. Yeah. Bolt-on. And uh, they're like, I think this thing's making kaiju. And they can't destroy it with the K-ray. So, I don't... Long story short, she ends up in the hospital after blowing it up. Right. And right. the nurse, or at least it looked like a nurse or a doctor, kills her. Somehow. Yeah. She chokes her out. Like, it looks like she uses the car. Yeah, let me just choke you out. And then I think she's possessed by something, and that's... That's what's actually controlling everything. Yeah, I, right, I, I think so. Um, it's, again, I'm finding it hard to differentiate some of the people in this artwork. <sighs> the problem I have with it, and it's the same problem we have with the series we watch. For the first few episodes, you don't know who they are. <laughs> and because we have, or at least I have... It's because you just got used to the last bunch of guys. <laughs> right. Now you got to get used to a whole new, new bunch, bunch of guys. guys. Carry somebody over for crying out loud. <laughs> that might be nice. But then, the, you know, you get confused between all the different guys and... Wait, this one's which one again? Yeah, like at least in the one when we had the guy who turned out to be um, Juggler's Juggler, you're like, okay, good. You know, yeah. At least he had a familiar face, <laughs> and then you're, you know, find out why. But like, <laughs> there was something to hold on to. Yes. Every every year we get a, a new cast of twenty something Japanese people. Well, no, there's usually four or five. That's a whole new. That's a whole new cast. Look, I'm not saying if every one. year somebody gave you five new people in your life, 
And they're like, for the next six months, these guys are going to be super important. Then you're only going to see one of them ever again. <laughs> Fair point. Fair once point. a year. <laughs> once a year. You're going to see the new guy once a year. <laughs> Maybe at the movies. And then you'd be like, okay, the first two years, you're like, this is kind of easy. Ten years in, you don't know what the hell's going on. No idea. No idea. I mean, like I said, that's the difference for me is they haven't hired anybody in my job in, oh, I don't know, 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) And when they do move people in, it's such a shock. New new face? Really? New face? Who's this guy? And he's got 100 names, you know, 200 names to figure out, and everybody else can figure him out right away because he's Do you have name tags? No. Oh, God. (laughs) I would hate that. Oh, my God. You literally only reason I know anybody's name is because they've all got names. Everybody tags. has name tags. Thank God. <laughs> and I mean, like, I know. Let's sound. Let's sound like old man, terrible white guy. But I cannot remember everybody's name when they're all really long. Like, it, and, and it's a it, and it's 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 a cultural thing. I don't un- like. I have not been exposed to a bunch of guys named. Nitin Kumar, or whatever, for 50 years. Right. <laughs> Anything outside of school and or work. No, not even. Like, I'm not, like, I don't. Not even at school. We, right, right, right. We didn't have a whole bunch of Indian people going to school. I think we had one Indian kid that everybody knew his name because he was the one Indian yeah, kid. Yeah, one Indian kid in, 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 if maybe two, in my entire high school. Yeah. Two. Yeah. And you I know, they, very just because they had to keep up with the two Korean kids in my high school. <laughs> That's all we had. And then you know, I go, I went to, I went to school in Jersey City, which wasn't as heavily Indian as it is now, right? Um, and like, so I, I met a lot of like Hispanic people, of course. So I, I learned a whole bunch of interesting, like, Latin centric names. And so, okay, we filled that database, you know. <laughs> and now I get, you know, I moved to, I moved into manufacturing, and it's like, oh, we've got a whole uh, whole new set for yeah, you. Yeah, we got a whole Indian subculture. We've got to cram in there now, and I'm just like, okay, fine. <laughs> like I said, that I talk more about it, but I have a non-disclosure agreement. Oh, please, come on, nah, <laughs> it's uh, a yeah, gotcha. yeah it's part of my Diwali uh, joke, but it's fine. I only have the one. <laughs> Like I said, for us, they haven't hired anybody new in 20 years. And even when they do try to hire someone new, they're not putting them in where we work. Right. At all. Right. Right. Yeah. They're supposed to be hiring something like 500 new people. None of them are coming to cop <laughs> None for you. None for me. We're getting rid of this. Exactly. See, but on the, on the, you'll be the guy that they have to come to when. The aliens have taken over the fiber optic network. Sure. And only one guy, only one man knows enough about <laughs> copper. His name is Padre. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> I said we'd, and he springs in action. <laughs> <laughs> Our problem now is we're since it robbed Peter to pay Paul so sure. much. Yeah, Peter doesn't have much to give anymore. Oh no! Oh yeah. There's can Peter rob Dave or somebody? No, I don't know. There's no. There's, there's no, Dave. no Dave. No. They haven't really taken care of things the way that they used to in a decade easy. So when there's less and less and less to do, yeah. And you tell the boss, yeah, this square block has got nothing that you can do. Period. Wow, it's all gone. There's not a piece that we can use. 
at oh, all. It's all been disconnected. It's all been it's all bad all over the place. Oh, in every direction. Oh, okay. There's like a, there's one central office that we have on 79th Street and we'll say Third Avenue. Okay. Two avenues away, 79th Street and Park Avenue. There's not any copper in that hole at all that will work. Cool. So anybody sure, that's great. east of that, or no, west of that, rod thing. Yeah, doesn't work on copper. Period. Okay. Yeah, and it's two avenues away. All right. So, that's interesting. Yeah. But anyway. So what I what's great about this series is we got um, the Monster Attack Team. Right. So that was nice. We get to see the Monster Attack Team with... Uh, Modern takes on their on their vehicles, and uh, Monster and Attack Team is from um, I want to say Ultraman Jack, which is why they why they use the name Jack. Why they're an, kind of why they're animals? Why why their vehicles? I don't know why. I get okay. that word confused. It's all good. Animals and vehicles don't seem to go together <laughs> at all, unless you're Voltron, which is you well, know. <laughs> to spoil it even further, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, they use the thing that starts to look like the plane, a plane. And then you can hear, while you're reading this thing, and they start to change it. Right. All I heard was the... Um, Transformers? Transformers, thank you. There the you Transformers go. noise. The yep, yep, yep. And then, like, and they come out with Ultraman Jack, and I'm like, okay, guys. And fine. We that, get the point. Okay, that's fine. Seriously. It's not a problem. Yeah. It's, I don't care. Uh, and it's from... Yeah, they are monster attack teams from Return of Ultraman. So okay. therefore, that's why that's why their guys formed Jack. I gotcha. So I gotcha. Okay, fine. That's and and wonderful. The, the one guy that tried to explain, well, if we use Jack because we're going to jack them up, and the other guy is sitting there going, "Don't Dude, do you can just name them anything you want. It's not you don't have to justify it. Just name them." Yeah. <laughs> when you were going, going to change your- that monster's tires, man. Like. <laughs> When you okay. were naming your kid, did you have to think that really hard about it? No, we're using this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I, can I just say one thing I noticed was I'm reading, you know, uh, there's five issues of it. I, right. of course, went through. Uh, went through. I, I read it all last night. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have a problem. I don't read comics monthly. Fair. But generally, especially if I know it's a limited series. If I if they're saying it's an ongoing series, fine. 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 Every month I'll read it and enjoy myself. <clears throat> right. But if they tell me it's five issue limited series, I'm gonna wait the five months. I buy all five yeah. and then I read them at once. I'm with you on that. I'm sure we're not alone in that. I'm sure we're not. I'm sure if you know, like you said, if you know it's a limited series, right. More than likely, most people are going to buy all five at once. Right. Read all five at once. Or you buy them. You buy them monthly, and you just put them in a bag. That's what I did. Yeah, fair, fair. You know, I, when I handed you that stack, it's not like I went to the comic book store and just bought all five at once. I've been squirreling them away. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't know. I figured you just bought them all at once. No, I don't want it like that. I don't want them to have inventory sit for five months. That's true too. That's true yeah. too. Those guys are with our nice. with our two two titles a month. <laughs> <laughs> like I wanted, I so badly want. I like have another th- title that I get, which is a magazine about toys. Okay, but they're they it comes out so irregularly that I'm like, 
I really need to put another title on my box so that I'm like doing <laughs> Stop there once a month at least. Throwing a little bit more support at yeah, them, yeah, like yeah. something. Doctor I would do Doctor Who monthly, but it's so expensive. Yeah. It's like thirteen dollars an issue now. I know. That's my main issue. Aha. Thirteen dollars. I was thank you. I was buying it when it was seven and I was like, I can't believe I'm paying seven dollars for a magazine. Yeah, I know. Oh my god. Came regular when I sold all of mine. It was nice because I sold them all for like ten bucks an issue. Oh, there you go. Bought them like, seven, sold them for ten. That's a nice. Yeah. Or yeah, I mean, eventually they went up to ten. Right, right, right. And so I broke even on a bunch of them. Yeah. But all the David Tennant covers, yeah, I made back. Oh, there you go. Nice. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Like the Eccleston one sold for ten. Really? Okay, fine. That's fine. Anything with David Tennant and Rose on the cover, twenty bucks, twenty five dollars. Oh yeah. Wow. It was great. Nice. Fantastic. Now, I'll ask, are you looking forward to Tennant as the quote-unquote 14th Doctor I guess. somehow? I kind of, yeah. Like, I'm just, I don't like the fact that it's taking forever to get to here. They're waiting for the whatever. Well, they're waiting to film it, and they're not going bananas, and that's fine. I get it. Like, the, the British film industry is so different. Yeah. So, so, so different. Like... You know, they talk here about, like, oh, 12-hour days, and you get, no. No, they have very specific. Yeah. Like, Eight-hour days. You do not go over that time. Yeah. You don't. Not at all. Because it costs triple. Yeah. And, and like, the BBC is like, no. no. <laughs> we don't know. They're a public trust. Well, what we made of money, no. <laughs> no. They get so much, they can spend so much, but they're yeah. not spending a penny more because That's they're right. not getting a penny more. That's right. Yeah, it's not like they're not selling advertising. Exactly. So that's fine. But apparently they have they're getting money from Disney soon for not this yet. next series. Yeah. Well, they're starting to film the series with Shooty Gatwa. I'm not sure if they're filming the David Tennant one for Disney. I think they are. I think but it's going to be on. Sure. I'm pretty sure it's going to be on Disney. Okay. I just want to know. I haven't seen enough of the uh, of Jodie Whittaker's at all. Because uh, I don't, didn't have cable for a long time. Uh, so, and I can't find it inexpensively. And another beef, expensive. while we're talking about Go it. Go ahead. Um, you can get season 11 at Big Lots right now on Blu-ray for $14. That's not terrible. It's not terrible, That's but it's only terrible. 50 cents less than Amazon. Come on, Big Lots. Nah, you should be able to do better than Dude, that. You could do better, I'm sure. But, like, my beef is you... I buy a season. Now you want me to buy the Christmas special stuff. Oh, that's you used to include it. That's a big. Problem. Now it's like another twenty dollars. Yep. Then you want like everything has to be extra. So like, I just want to buy the big old box mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. be done with it. The problem with the big old box is the packaging's terrible. Packaging's awful. When I bought it's the a giant slip with a big brick, and the brick has like this weird booklet mm-hmm. book in it with all the discs on it. It's not good. It's unwieldy it's not is good. the word I'm looking yes. for. And if they could, even though it's unwieldy, while it's smaller than buying each individual season. Right. And I'm talking about DVDs here. I'm sure Blu-rays are, it's a little bit better. No, I have the Tenant Blu-ray series. Okay. And it's beautiful to look at. I'm not I'm wrong. sure it is. But what I found is you could get Eccleston by himself, sure, so far, I haven't been able to find Matt Smith as a book like that. As a like he did three seasons as well. Mm-hmm. I can't find his three seasons 
in one solid case. I can find each individual season, I'm sure. pretty sure it's available. I have not on Blu-ray. I've seen it on the DVD version, but I haven't seen it in Blu-ray. I'm not, I'm not buying it on DVD. <laughs> I haven't bought any of the Doctor Who stuff on Blu-ray because I'm like, that's a large undertaking <laughs> of upgrading. Well, yeah. That's you have a lot. You have a lot of DVDs of Doctor Who. Yeah, that and, I, and I thought to myself, well, if I could just do the new series, blah blah blah. Hey, you know what we should get back to? Ultraman. Oh, I, there we go. Okay. So right. anyway, Monster Attack Team was nice to see because, you know, it's 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 referential. You get to see everything, and they kind of updated the look of the people while keeping to the same sort of idea of a look. Yeah, but I really like the fact that they're using different the different. Um, Outfits. Yes. Like you get the old the old school science patrol outfit, which I like how they mess with the timeline as that kind of takes place after Ultra 7 in this. Yeah. That's I'm good fun. with that. I'm yeah. Good with that. And we also get the a plot line that, like, uh, Father of Ultra is not super psyched that Ultra 7 is trying to interfere, quote unquote, interfere. Interfere. Right. They're not supposed to interfere with the normal development um, of yeah, the planet. Unless they know aliens are a threat. They, if they suspect it, oh, well, let it burn. Right. What the hell, you guys? <laughs> you have to have proof. <coughs> uh, how much proof do I have yeah. to have? You know, the, I can see everything going sideways, but I have to be able to prove that it's... Yeah, you have to wait until Balton shows up and... Whoa, says, whoa. Hey, guys! Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to eat all these people, all right? Exactly. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> You're like, no! No, I don't care for that. I know. Thank I you. Know. <sighs> so, uh, you know, um, I, I don't want to get super, super spoily, but can I? What? Go ahead. Who do you think has a beef with Ella King? <laughs> they used a lot. They beat the crap of out of Ella King a lot. They used a lot of Ella King on this one, and I get <laughs> Ella King's probably. The most fun to draw. Yeah, he's a good draw. He's a he's a he's a very um, dynamic looking monster. Exactly. He is an Ultra Seven monster as well. I it's, figured that. But I, I just feel that. like they're really beating the crap out of poor well, I don't. I'm going to go with. You can't have a monster without him getting beat. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>, fair. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. But and if you're going to use Ella King as your main protagonist. He's going to get beat a lot, so yeah. I'm good with that. And you feel like, why? Why is he getting beat up so much? And you're like, whatever. But, you know, I, I feel bad. Like, the first issue is Ultra 7 choking out Ella King. Yes. And, like, the last issue cover is Ultra 7 and Ultraman, like, just like both, <laughs> both punching the, the crap time. out of him. Yeah, at the same time. And you're just like... Poor dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's nice because you see an ultra on ultra fight. Um, when when uh, Hayata gets his energy back and he's like, "We have to stop my brother," right? And uh, so he goes into the monster limbo, and the both of them are in monster limbo, and then they kind of fight each other a bit. And- I think it's funny that like, you can't die in Monster Limbo. So, yeah. like, the host is dying, the Ultra is dying, and, like, the Ultra has died, like, a thousand times. A thousand times or something like that, they said. Yeah. And you can't... Very, it sounds a lot like the Peter Capaldi Doctor Who thing where he has to punch that rock. Yeah. Two thousand times or whatever. Yeah. Oh, good God. Like, but the, the 
that was where they kind of showed that Dan Moroboshi did kind of get a little crazy because he had died like a thousand times and kept coming back, and you're like, okay, I could see that. Yeah, crazy it, does not necessarily constitute you being a jerk to people. <laughs> well, but like you said, he wasn't really a jerk no, was, in this. He's fine. Time. Like he, when he meets with the science for he's like, we got to do something. Says so you guys should know what to do. <laughs> it's, it's a distinct. Oh, it's a distinct. He doesn't. He, he doesn't so much have a high horse in this one. Right. Right. Not, you guys are going to do this because I'm telling you to. You guys should do this because you know you should. Right. We need to do this, and I will help. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And I, I kind of remember him being more that way in Ultra 7 as opposed to Ultraman Leo. Yeah, Leo, he was a dick. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like, no, it's not, it's, it's unmistakable. It's unmistakable. Um... But yeah, there's a, it's it's a um, it's a good limited series. I'll yeah, that and you it's can a little see that slow, but like, yeah. like we're saying, it's a little slow. It's not terrible. I thought it was terrible, but that's okay. Oh, did you? I I'm I'm not gonna say I didn't like the comic books totally. It was too slow. Is the oh, only thing okay. I could say. Yeah. They could have put those five comics into four comics and still gotten away with it. Now they wouldn't have gotten as much money, so that's why they put it into five comics. Okay, fine. Yeah, it could have been one of those like, look, we're gonna, we we're gonna give you five issues to, but I don't even know like about that because we also had you know we've had this is our third Ultraman limited series, right? And uh, the first one was four, the Trials of Ultraman, the Rise of Ultraman, and, and they, they uh, show that there's another limited series coming out again, right? Which is uh, features superheroes, yes, which. Okay, I don't know if I, if it's you can figure out a way to shoehorn the Japanese Spider-Man into this, but that's <laughs> Toei, and I don't think that's going to happen. I get it. I get that. Well, you got to figure they're going to put some sort of Marvel character in there. Just well, they showed Spider-Man, yeah. so like I, that's fine. I, if you're going to put somebody in it, you're going to put your most popular guy, right? Other right. than Wolverine, <laughs> <laughs> and since Spider-Man is. Uh, can you know web himself up to tall buildings and stuff? That makes kind of sense. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. It'll be. I mean, of who you're putting in it. Not, yeah. I don't know how the story is going to work. We'll, out. we'll figure that out. They'll <laughs> figure something out. That it doesn't have to make. Like we keep saying, it doesn't have to make sense for us as long as it makes sense in the comic as they're writing it. That's right. All right, sure, fine, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we've had five issues and five. Oh, there have all been five. Oh, I thought it was four on the first one. Man. No, no, it's okay. five. It's five. But like I Crazy, said, they, right? they could have moved it, the pacing a good bit up. But who am I to say? It's it, it, it doesn't have there. There's a lot more exposition in the comics because you can have more exposition in the comics, more chit chat, right? And it, I want it to be a little bit more action packed. A little. A little bit. A little bit. Because the way they do now the movies is to show the motion in the comic that you can't normally see because right. it's just frames. Right. Well, this comic didn't show enough action. Right, yeah. I want a little bit more, you well, know, monster fine. fighting. <laughs> what? I know. <laughs> Call me crazy. Yes. But, yeah, I want a little bit more monster fighting. I gotcha. 
Um, I like the artwork, although everybody seems real mad all the time. <sighs> I just go with it that they they're figuring it out as they're going along. I, I, I really don't give them. No, these much guys are professionals. No, I know they're professional, but I mean, like but everybody looks so. Tense and wired up, and well, I guess if you're fighting giant monsters, that makes you're going to be tense. And if you have to fight your own group now, as the monster attack team finally does have to fight the whatever it is, the, uh, the, the USSP, USSP, right? And then the group from previous, so right. They, so they have to fight each other. Yeah, you can see them being a little upset. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that, and it's okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I got you. I know what you're saying. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, it's just one of those where I'm like, okay. Ah, I got you. I'm not super enthusiastic about it. I'm going to keep buying them because I want to support the product. Right. But it isn't, it isn't, it doesn't thrill me like the show does. No. No. I got you. I think that's what I'm getting at. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Yeah. I would like to say that it would be more beneficial if, for me, to wait for the trade paperback to come out. Oh, yeah. Just to have it all in one book. That'd be well worth it. Yeah. That I could see as being well, well worth it. I'd yeah. like to have that, but I got you. I'm not rebuying it. <laughs> I would probably buy the paperback, the the. the Big the problem is you have to wait six months after the thing's finished. Uh, That's when they right. usually put that out. Right, 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 right. Because you want to sell all the copies they can sell yeah. first. Of course. And then... I I can't, I'm not going to... Because that's where the ad comes in. Yes. You know? That's where the ad revenue comes. I got gotcha. you. You're not wrong. Because you don't put the ads in the in the and trade paperback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes Fair a point. lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. But yeah, that's about it. So rate, review, <clears throat> subscribe? Sure, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to our uh, Doctor Who podcast. Adjacent. Yeah, I know. Adjacent. Sorry, we went off on a tangent, but that's yeah, what big, we do. Yeah, but, yeah not that you're not used to that. If this is your first episode tuning in because you like, really like Sorry. comic book. Oopsie poopsie. <laughs> Sorry about that, you guys. It happens. Uh, but uh, yeah, rate, review, subscribe. Tell people that um, how much you enjoyed the podcast, um, unless you didn't, and then keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I think that's only fair. That's fair. Um, and, uh, you know, the suicide prevention helpline. Talk line. Talk line. is 988. Yes. You can get that via text or just dialing the number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The world is better with you in it. Absolutely. So, on behalf of the Science Patrol, I am Rich Conrad. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Forth, you guys. Take care, everybody. Bring back Bob. Bringing back Ultraman Leia next week. Brace yourselves. Sorry, fellas. Gotta get through it. (laughs) Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. <laughs> <laughs>